Aaron Shabbos Daf Kov Chav Zayin. This is Shabbos is Daf tonight. Today's Shir should be Schosr for Shlema for Chaim Avram Chanita Chayim Bata Baslavana Chayim Ben Sari Yisdom Ben Sari Zal Shlom Siv Ben Rizal Edel Sari Baskenadol for Chayim Amal Yaliba Bashava Figal Bashir Chana Yisuf Chayim Ben Sari Hesna Yisuf Yel Ben Mindel Sari Shachali Yisrael. And one more time, wonderful Yashkayach for all the fabulous feedback. Appreciate it. And Baruch Hashem, everyone should just continue being healthy and learning. Together and again, if it's easier for anyone on the podcast option, just give a search for clear and concise stuff, Yemi, and it's all out there. Let's continue learning. We're holding at the Gemara of Kuf Chaf Vav is the very bottom. We'll start with the Gemara again. We began learning the Mishnah that there's a din of Tircha on Shabbos, excessive Tircha, excessive work burden you're not allowed to do on Shabbos, aside for if it's for a mitzvah. Again, which is very important detail, because often those are the times when you're going to exert yourself as we're going to see. So the Mishnah taught us that you're not allowed to be mefani, you're not allowed to clear out an oitzer, a storage area of four or five boxes. We have to see what that means. Aside for, if it's for Arachim, if it's for Bittal based Medrash, if it's for a place for people to learn, etc. So we'll start for the Gemara again. The Mishnah taught us you can't take out four or five. So if you already can't take out... Five, of course, you can't take out four. Why does it say four or five? It means if there are five boxes, you're not allowed to remove four of them, meaning you always have to leave one behind. The chamish meitzer gadol or five from a large oitzer. What does it mean? But don't clear out the oitzer. Don't clear out the storage space. Says the gemara. Don't begin from the oitzer. Meaning, if you started clearing out this area before Shabbos, then you're allowed to continue. But if you did not begin, then you cannot. Then you cannot start on Shabbos. Rashi says, similarly, if you look at the last Rashi on the page, you should not complete the Oitzer. That was the Gemara's question. We already knew that. So on that, the Gemara answers to on the last Rashi and Amun. If you didn't already start using from this area, for your animal, because then it's going to be muksas. We're going to see the Mishnah's Rav Yehuda that if you don't use this area, you have a storage area that everyone just stays there and you don't use it, then that whole area becomes a muksa. Says the Gemara. Um, Umanin, who is the opinion of the Mishnah, Rav Yudi, is the opinion of Rav Yudah, the Islam Muksa holds the Muksa, fundamental Machlaikis, Rav Yudah and Rav Shimin, we'll see many times, Rav Shimin does not hold the Muksa, Rav Yudi, yes, holds the Muksa, obviously it's not so simple, because we, Paskin like Rav Shimin, which would sound like there's no Halachas of Muksa, we know there are many Halachas of Muksa, so the Gemara later on will teach us that we hold it, there's no Muksa, aside for all the cases where we hold that there is Muksa, if that sounds complicated, we'll get there one day, but again, the Gemara says, Umani, Rav Yudi, Islam Muksa, that is the opinion of the Mishnah, that is the first answer, that is Rav Chista. Comes long Shmuel, a second answer. Shmuel, Amar, Arba, Vichamish, Kadamri, Inchi. Shmuel says, no, it's Lavdafko. When Rebbe wrote the Mishnah, he just said it the way that people talk. A colloquial Russian is, give me four or five. What do you mean four or five? Is it four or is it five? So it just means the way that people talk, but it doesn't mean to be specific four out of five, etc. Vibaya, Filutuva, Nami, Mavanim. And if you need, you let it clear out even more. Then four or five. What does it mean? But you're not allowed to clear out the oitzer, which again, according to Rav Chista's opinion, the first opinion of the Gemara, what it mean? It meant that you're not allowed to start clearing out this area for the first time on Shabbos. Says the Shmuel, No, it means do not clear out the entire area. You're allowed to take out as much as you want, says Shmuel, according to the amount of guests, etc. But you're not allowed to completely clear out the area. Dilma, what's the reason, says the Gemara? Dilma, asi, you might 
um, come to flatten out the ground. So Rashi explains what's going on over here is that if you, you, you have this storage area, think about a basement that you don't use or an attic you don't use, even those areas won't be so posh because our basements and attics we do often use, but like a storage area, an area that's literally for storage and nothing else. So if you go on Shabbos and you start clearing out the whole area and you finish clearing out the whole area, what are you going to see on the floor? You're going to start realizing, oh no, there's a, there's a hole there and a ditch there. And you start to be Mashvi Gumais, obviously in a world of dirt floors, you're going to come to level out the floor, which we've seen many times is Aser. So says Shmuel, but if you were to have left one box there, then you won't come to me because you'll realize, oh, there's one box left. Ah, it must be Shabbos. But you'll let it start for the first time on Shabbos, says Shmuel. And therefore, there's no issue starting the clearing out the Eitzers. We have a fundamental machlekes. Rav Chist and Shmuel had to learn the Mishnah. Rav Chist learns four out of five. And it means you're not allowed to begin clearing it out because he holds like the opinion of Rav Yehuda, which has Moksa. Shmuel says you got to take as much as you want. You just have to leave one over. Four or five is just a colloquial way that people talk. And we're going with the opinion of Rav Shimon. Says the Gemara five lines down, Tan Rabbanan. You cannot begin clearing out the Eitzah for the first time on Shabbos. But you're allowed to make a path. So that you can go in and out. You'll to make a path. That price sounds like it contradicts each other. First it says, Don't start clearing it out. But then it says, you got to make a path. What's going on? Again, a path to like, get in to get something. Again, think about some old dusty uh, cellar, wine cellar. It's all full with bottles of wine. So you can clear it out, says the Gemara, but you'll be allowed to clear away a path to go through. That's a contradiction. Says the Gemara, very, very important line. This line is one of the massive world wars between the Mishnah Bura and the Chazanish. How to learn Pashib Shah in this line of the Gemara. Says the Gemara, you'll have to make a path with your foot, with the outside as you're going in and as you're going out. And therefore, that's you're allowed to move an item which is muksa. So when you learn the Gemara, what does the Gemara say? We have something that's muksa. We have the storage area. Everyone, according to his opinion, and Rashi points out that this is going according to the first Mandamar that goes that we hold a muksa. But again, it will be applicable everywhere, so let's not get confused. But says the Gemara, what do you do? You make a path with your foot. Seemingly, you have a muksa item. And you let him move it with your foot. Why you let him move a muksa item with your foot? Says Mishnabura, Simichin Ches, says Mishnabura, because there's no Isra muksa of moving something with your body. Why? It's not light total, it's not cold total, it's not cold moving. Moving is with your hands. When you move something with your foot, you move something with your body, it's not called moving. Therefore, the Mishnabura is extreme. Anytime you have something muksa, you let him move with your body. And this is obviously a tremendous savior. Let's say we know Klishanatl uh, Isser. We've been discussing Al-Khazmuksas. This is a nice wrap-up over here. If we have outside, someone leaves their phone outside, someone leaves an electrical appliance outside. So if it's Mukhsbach Sarin Kiss, then for sure you can't move it. But even if it's a cliche of Isser, we spoke, you're not allowed to move it, Mikham Litzel. You're not allowed to bring in the item to save the item. So how are you gonna get this item in from outside? You're afraid it's gonna get stolen, you're afraid it's gonna rain on it. So what do you do? You're not allowed to move it, it's Gummer. What are you allowed to do? You're allowed to move it with your foot, you're allowed to kick it inside. Why are you allowed to kick it inside? Cause that's not called tilt, it's not called moving. Muxa says the Mishnah Bura, cause you're moving it with your foot. The Chazinish says, you missed some words in the Gemara. What does the Gemara say? No, says the Chazinish, it's only as you're walking. It's not something that you let it go and move things with your foot. Says the Chazinish, as you're in the path, you got to get through, then you let it move with your foot. Different Gemara that we'll see about lying down in a bed that has something mooks on it, says the Chazinish, it's only allowed if as you're lying down, you move it. But you're not allowed to go ex- explicitly and purposely with your body and move it. Fundamental machlaik is to push it, push it, obviously. 
It's like the Mishtabura, that one is allowed to move it with his foot, and this is a very important rule to remember. And when you remember this, this is like when we teach Muksa, this is the first rule. Because when you have this rule, there's no Hukas Muksa. If you forget all the rules, but you know, move it with your foot, you'll always be good to go. And this is the Gemara here, Kuchazayin Amenhalf. Let's continue. Mayor of Shabbos, we have piled up grain, we're about 10 lines from the top. Use it on Shabbos. And if it's not piled up, also the Sabbath man of Shabbos, you're not allowed to use a different Rav Shim. That's what Rav Shimon says. Ravacha allows it in all cases. So what just happened? Rav Shimon was more restrictive. Rav Shimon said you only let him move it in certain cases. Says Mark, the exact opposite. We know Rav Shimon does not hold the Moksa. Ella says the Gemara, you're right. This is what Ravacha says. Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon, Matir. Rav Shimon is the Makel. Tana, we learned in another Mishnah, comes here to Tzibura. How much is this piled up grain? Let a certain amount. What is this amount of of tvuah tzibura of this piled up of this piled up grain? Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Amru shir tvuah tzibura letach is this letach. And Rashi speaks out, what's this, when it's piled, why all of a sudden when it's piled, is it going to be, if it's only good if you use this, Rashi says, the reason is, because Mucha, the first wa- Rashi, and the last wide line, all the way on the top of the Amun, Rashi says, because Mucha milsa the hooks of the when you pile something up, then you know that you're storing it, you piled it up, and you put it on the side, and therefore it's only going to work if you started using it, and the Gemara now is teaching us, what is that amount? It's a letach, a certain uh, quantity. So back in the Mishnah, we said you had to take out four or five. Those four or five that we said, Ba'arba v'chamish kupais in, four or five boxes, yes, tfeiloi, nothing more. Almas, what do we see? Lima'ute bi'ilucha adif. We prefer you to make less trips, and we want you to take four or five bigger boxes. Oidilmor, maybe no. Lima'ute masay adif, or maybe it's better to take smaller boxes, but make more trips. A fundamental shaylif, the whole reason of this gazir that you're not allowed to do this again, each one according to his opinion of Chista and Shmuel, the whole reason is because where it's excessive Tircha Shabbos, so ask the Gemara, what's the excessive Tircha? Is it that you're carrying more, or is that you're taking more steps? And obviously, the, the practical ramification is going to be, can you take larger boxes, should you take larger boxes, and make, or should you make more trips and take um, and take less and lighter boxes. Weight versus trips. Says Gemara Tashma, bring you right, Dani Chada, Dani Chada, Mefanim, then one Mishnah said, if I find you that I clear out, I feel Abra Vachamish Kupa, Shel Kadi Shamin. You let it take out four or five boxes of jugs of oil, Vishel Kadi Ayin, barrels of wine, of uh, uh, jugs of wine. But Tani Idoch and the Dimmer Bryce said, Be Eser Ubachamishus Ray. You let it take out ten or fifteen. So my lab, Vakamivliki, that these two Bryces are arguing about this point. The Marisavar, one man Dumber Old Mute, be Lucha Adif, it's better to make less trips, and therefore you should take four or five. Umarisavar, Mute Masoy Adif, it's better to take less weight, and therefore he said, to take 10 or 15 trips, and each trip will have less drugs in it. Says Gemara Loi, the Kuliyam Lo Mutabi Luchadif, everyone agrees you should make less trips. Umi Savras Vesvachamish Asri Akupa's guy, when the Bryce has said you could take 10 or 15, it doesn't mean 10 or 15 boxes. Akadin guy, it's going on the jugs. Velaikasha says the Gemara, Hadim, it's a math equation. Hadim Ishkali, Chad, Chad, Bekupa. If you take one bottle in a box, then. You're going to take 10 or 15. One is when you take two in a box and you're going to take 10. Then you're going to take five. And the small jugs of Arpanya. And therefore, it's not a machloikis with regard to whether you should take more or less. Just each price was talking about a different case. How many jugs are inside the boxes? Ibayalu says, another question. Holding about 10 lines for the wide lines. These four or five, like we said, I forgot the Isle Orchan Tuva. Does this mean you're only allowed to take four or five boxes 
out even if I have a hundred guests? As many guests as you have, you're allowed to take. Whether this means you're taking these items for the guests, whether this means that you're clearing the area for the guests to sit at, but either way, the question is, is it, is it in accordance to the guests? It's an equation. Or no, this is the amount that we let and no more. And if you're going to tell me it's all goes according to the amount of guests, how does this work? That one person could take these four or five boxes, and nothing more, or each person can take four or five boxes, and obviously then you'll be able to clear how much more. Tashema says, I'll bring you a proof. Rabbi went to a certain place. We've seen this story already, and he saw that it was very tight, and he had no room to give shear. What did Rabbi do? Rabbi went out to the field, and he saw a field that's full of, uh, of bundles. And Rabbi gathered the entire field. We see over here that everything goes according to the guests, because what happened? Rabbi cleared out the whole field, seemingly because he had a lot of Talmidim. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael, a different story. He went to a field that well, when Rav Chia to a certain place, Rav Makam Dachal Kamidim Viyata Sada, and he found the Viyata Sada. They went out to the field. Umat Sada Mlei Aimrim. Similar case, filled with bundles. Viimir, and he gathered in all the bundles. Viimir Rav Chia Kolos Adikula, and he also gathered the whole field. Shmami Na Kolos Yarchim. That everything goes according to the guests. We'll just point out well, a slight question that all the Rishonim here deal with. Emir is a halacha that you're not allowed to gather in stuff on Shabbos. That is a malacha on Shabbos. So me'amer, gathering. So what's going on over here? They're gathering on Shabbos? How are you allowed to do that? And we don't find that a heter of Sayyidah Mitzvah. Our heter of Sayyidah Mitzvah in our Mishnah is only for Tircha. Why are we being, what's the heter over here of Emir? Different answers to Rishayim Gebus and that was gathered already. It's not the normal place of growing, etc. But just to keep in mind that don't think, oh yeah, you're allowed to gather what you want. Generally, in our society, it's not so relevant because gathering in a house is going to be allowed. The one case that probably would be relevant is someone has an apple tree or something in the backyard. And okay, you have to find the case that the items aren't going to be muksa. Let's say they fell before Shabbos, all the apples, and they're strewn all over the backyard to gather in the whole backyard of the apples. That would be Asr on Shabbos. That would be Ma'amer. How it fits with this Gemara that we shine him deal with. Says the Gemara, second wide line, Vadainti Bailacha. And I still have a question for you. You didn't answer. You told me you let it clear out the whole field, the Kolfi Archim, it goes according to how many guests. But again, we had a different question. Is it one person or every person could do it? Says the Gemara, what, look at the story. And Rebbe himself went and did it. Seemingly, it's one person. You tell me Rebbe himself did it? No, the Rebbe didn't himself do it. Of course, he probably would have wanted to. The, the Holy Rebbe. But what did he do? He told some to do it. Really, each person should do it for themselves. That is the conclusion of this Gemara of Tircha, this Gemara of clearing out. And again, and as we mentioned, it's, it's more, something to rem- keep in mind, it's more of an oitzer. It has to be a, a storage area. This does not mean if someone has in their dining room boxes and boxes of soda, he's not allowed to move those boxes because that's inside your house. If someone has like a storage area which he never goes to and things like that, that's where the Sigi of Tircha would begin. And that's when one does have to be careful you're not allowed to clear out the whole area, etc., etc., except when there's guests. And that is that. Let's continue into the Gemara. Now we have some wonderful Agata to all about Achnas says the Gemara, four lines down, so you're allowed to clear out things for guests, so we see it's a guest to have guests, a guest to have a guest. A mitzvah to have a Having guests is as great as waking up early to go to base magish. Because we said, it taught us both of them. Seemingly the archim is even greater, it came before the bitl base magish they're going to learn. I'm sorry, the first case was kashkamas base magish. That's your equal. He says, no, it's even greater. 
I'm sorry, that was the right. The first right thing is saying is that it said both of them. So you see that they're equal. You see, going to learn is equivalent to having guests. Number one. Number two says now comes from Rafi and he teaches it's even greater than going to learn. Why? Because which one did it say first? First it said and then it said having guests is even greater than uh, welcoming the the Shechina. The famous I find favor in your eyes. And that's why, and he just had his first mila. And yet he said, "The guests are coming. I got to go to the guests." The way of Hashem is not like the way of people. The small person can't tell the big guy. Wait for me. You can't tell the president. Just wait here one minute. I got to go take care of something. What does it say by Hashem? Hashem says the opposite. And I will wait for you. Showing the incredible. My law of Achmas is Archim. Amr Vidu Bershil, Amr Vasi, Amr Vidu Chanashish Dvarim, Adam Aichal, Perasim, Alamazet. Six things a person eats, the fruits in this world, Vakaran Kim Saladam Ba. But the real reward is waiting for him in the next world. Vidu Haina Deyadam, Achmas as Archim. Obviously, that's where we bring this down. Cause having over a guest who beaker Chaylim. And visiting the sick, being in Tvila, and looking into your davening of Ashkomas, getting up early to go to Shuva, and bring up your children to learn Torah. And judging your friend, says, Is that true? It's this thing. Things seemingly the same reward. You eat it here, and the Icar, the mean is for What does this Mishnah say? Obviously, this shows sound familiar? We say this every day in Eilat Over here, the Mishnah says, it's honoring your parents, doing chasadim, and making peace with the people. And Tamil So what's going on? Our Mishnah said, Hachlas, Archim, Tefillah, etc. Here it says, Chesed. Says, Gemara, Hani, in me, Dachrini, Lai. Shemini, it's a stira. Answers the Gemara as we move on to Amr Beis. Hani, Hani, Nami, Ki, Gemilas, the Gemilas, Chasadim, Shaykhi, Lishnachrina, Hani, Bahani, Shaykhi. Different ways of learning the same thing. If you look at the Tav Rashi, Rashi explains, that's what it means. When the second price is said that Gemilas Chasadim gets this incredible word and the great Iker and the main word is in Eilam Haba, that's Gemilas Chasadim. That refers to what the first Mishnah called and we have to take, uh, take, him, take him in mind. And obviously, as the Gemara, um, as I think we will learn, that when it comes to Achlas uh, Archim, the real Achlas Archim is number one, when a person has nowhere to say, it doesn't mean someone who needs something, and number two is, and that, that, that's the Lahalacha, that's when the real mitzvah Achlas Archim, also let's keep in mind that Achlas Archim generally is when you don't want to do it, that's when it's your Achlas Archim. Someone that you really want to have over, that generally means that, you know, he has a place, and you know, which is a nice mitzvah also, but we have to, when it comes to the difficult case of Achlas Archim, having people that we don't really want to have, that's when we have to be reminded ourselves of these wonderful Gemaras, how incredible the reward is. Says what was the last thing in the first list in the Braisa? You have to judge your friend favorably. If you judge your friend favorably, they're going to judge you favorably. Lost in love after 120. There's a story with a person. person came for the Galil and he went and he worked for a Baalabais. For three years he worked for him. After three full years of work, he said, I got to go home. I'm going Please give me my wages. I have to go home. I have to go home. That's an I'm going to go home to my family. Amar the Balbayis. Again, he just worked for this man for three years. Finally, he comes. I got to go home for Yom Tif. Give me my wages. He says, Amar the Balbayis. Says to him, Ainly Mois. 
Sorry, got no cash. I'm low fine. You have no cash. Tell me, Paris, give me fruit, give me produce. I'm low inly. I don't have that either. Tell me, Karka, give me land. Inly, I don't have that. Tell me, Behema, give me an animal. Inly. Tell me, Karma, Xosas, give me poles and blankets. Inly. So what did he do? He doesn't start screaming. He takes his bag. Throws it over his shoulder. He goes to his house. She's a little bit sad. After Yontif, what happens? So the Baal takes his wages. Again, so he went home without being paid. So now the, the Baal Bayis, the employer takes his wages after Yontif. And brings with him three laden camels full. One of food, one of drink, meaning the garden of delicacies. And he goes to the employee. So he sits down. He has a whole meal with him. He brought, brought all his food with him. Then he pays him. Now the Baal Bais. He ate. He paid him. Nice. Can I ask you a question? When you told me, give me my wages. And I said, I got no cash. But Machatani, what did you think about me? So the guy says, I Amarti, you know what I said? Shem Maybe it was a great business deal, and you liquidated all your cash in the business deal. That's why you don't have anything. But look So he says, fine. But when I told you, tell me behema, you said, give me an animal. Vamarti, and I said, Ainli behema, I have no animal. But Machatani, what did you suspect me at that moment? You saw I had animals. Amarti, I said, oh no, maybe Shem Maybe they're rented out to other people, and therefore they're not yours. Amarti, You said, give me land. Vamarti, and I told you I don't have karka, I don't have land. What did you suspect me? Abarti, I said, maybe you did a share cropping, again a form of renting them out to other people. He when he said to me, Ainli Paris, what did you suspect me when I told you I got no fruit, no produce? Amarti, Shema Inan Musharis. Maybe you didn't take out the proper mice, the proper tits, and that's why you can't give it to me. When he said, Ainli Karmic Sasa, I can't know pills and blankets, what did you think about me? What did you suspect? Amarti I said, Shame this. Maybe you're makdish everything to, to heaven, to the base of Megdash. He says, I swear, the Avaidah's Lashon of Eshvuah. That's exactly what happened. I made a nether of all my possessions because of Herkinus' son, the famous story of Herkinus, that he didn't want to give him any of his possessions when he went to learn Tayyar, because I didn't want to learn Tayyar. But then when I went to my friends, Bedarim the South, not my friends, means he went to the Bezdin, they were Mikul and Matur, my nether. The and then I got my produce, then I got my items back. But he said to him, this is exactly what happened, the whole story that you said. And he finished off the story, just like you judge me favorably, Hashem should judge you favorably. And we see the incredible length one has to go to be donning someone the Kaf's Chos. Let's continue another wonderful story. Turn around on a second, medium sized line. My Sabbath Chasid was with a certain pious man. Shapada, Reboy, Echas, Abbas Israel, that he redeemed a certain Bas Israel. The line, and then, and then where did he put her? He redeemed this girl. What did he do with her? He came home and he let her sleep by the feet of his own bed. He slept her by the feet of his own bed. Reba Rashas is a Naira, is a young girl, let her sleep at the feet of his own bed. Lamacher the next day, morning. So again, we have this Chassid, this pious man. He redeems this young maidservant, this young uh, Jewish girl, goes home at night and she sleeps at the foot of his bed. Lamacher in the morning, Yard Vitafel, he gets up and he goes to the mikvah. And then he goes to give shir to the Talmidim. So this looks pretty bad. So then he asks his Talmidim. When you saw that I'm taking this young Jewish girl and putting her in my bedroom under the feet of my bed, what did you think of me? We said, ah, maybe there's someone in your house that's not trustworthy and you don't want to let this girl just sleep anywhere else in your house because someone's going to potentially do something. So you put her by the feet of your bed. 
So then Rebbe said, so then he said, the time when I went down to the mikvah, and I went to the mikvah before Shir, but Machshatani, what does it look like? It looks like he was Mizane, he slept with her, and now he has to go to the mikvah before he teaches Torah, obviously, Bismana Gemara, these be Machbun and Tomas Kari, and therefore, Went to the mikvah. So they said, Amarnu, you know, we said, They said, no, maybe there's a concept that we see in many Gemaras that when you exert a lot of energy, a lot of effort, then it's possible that at the nighttime, one could have a discharge without his knowledge. So they said, maybe that's what happened. That's exactly what happened in Mikha Shvuah. And you might tell me, just like you judge me, Hashem should judge you favorably. That's the second wonderful story. A third story. Needed something from a certain noble woman of Matrunusa used to hang out by her, meaning she was not such a great woman, she was a Zaina. So Amru. Me elech. I said, who's going to go to this noble woman to deal with this public matter with her? So I'm going to says, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Rav Yeshua goes to this uh, noble woman's house with his Talmidim. They get to the door of this noble woman's house. So Rav Yeshua takes off his tefillin. Four Amos wait for the door. He goes into the house. And he shuts the door with the name in front of his Talmidim. After he comes out of the house, he goes to the mikvah. And then he gives Again, this looks pretty bad. He shows up to this noble woman's house, who's a known zaina, takes up his tefillin, locks the door behind him, comes out, goes to the mikvah, and teaches Talmidim. This looks pretty bad. Then he asks Talmidim, When I took off my tefillin, what did you suspect me? So Amar knew. So the Talmidim said, We thought Rabbi We know that this woman's house is a makam toma, is a filthy place. So you don't want to bring your tefillin in there. When I locked the door, what did you suspect? Amar knew. They said, Maybe you have a, a public matter, Davar Malchus, between you, and you don't want anyone to be here. So then he said, When I came out, I went to the mikvah. Maybe as she was talking, a bit of her spittle got under your clothing, which obviously is metame. Shall Rabbi Amar Lehem avoid the kachayat? Exactly what happened. Just like you judge me the kafschos, Shem shavid you the kafschos, and these are all how we see the extreme lengths one has to go. Just one question in this last story is why was not an Isra Yichud? He locked the door behind him. So maybe the other people in the house, maybe there were people who had the, had, were able to get in. It just means he locked it in front of his Talmidim. A question that the Mepharshim deal with. But we see over here the great, great lengths one has to do. But of course we have to remember the person himself is also a different Allah of Yisim the Kiyim that one is not supposed to look like he's doing something wrong. How to fit these two things together. The Maris Ayin, right? And we know the Maris Ayin. You're not supposed to do so that people suspect you. On the other hand, so we always have to keep the two things in balance, meaning when you see someone doing something, you got to be judging the down the chas The person himself has to always keep in mind what other people say, and we'll pick it up from here.